Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Student Section Podcast. My name is Jay Ashton. I'm alongside Brian Tinkley and Adam Gorski. Unfortunately, Curtis Petschke could not be here this week because he doesn't remember schedules very well. Um, that's that's unfortunate. Typical of an SEC fan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just always forgetting when things are. So today we're going to talk about uh, Rex Culpepper. Pretty cool story. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tulsa and Oklahoma State was... Uh, it was underwhelming. Uh, no, Notre Dame didn't play down to their competition for once. That was a shocker. That, yeah. that was that but was wild. Now they're all gonna die. So it's yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. And, and and the Citadel became the first team since Georgia State in 2014 to shut out Clemson in a half. Uh, they, they lost by 49 uh, and, and many more. All right. So for this week's episode of the Student Section Podcast, welcome. So boys. Yes. Most important topic of them all. All right, I'm ready. That I didn't even allude to in the intro. The Big Ten's back. We're back, baby. We're back. We're baby. back. We're back. Let's go. Can't wait to go six and two. Ooh. Or maybe, you, maybe. You got the. Actually, I don't know. We could t- we could go four and four. But that's, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I was yeah, gonna say, oh, you're going high on this one. All right, all right. <laughs> that's exciting, though. I mean, I know that once you know, in the past few weeks, there's been plenty of rumors floating around about you know. There's been talks and decisions and votes and all that stuff, and yeah. it's good to finally know that we are indeed getting Big Ten football this year. Right, and and Jim Harbaugh as well as Justin Fields and Ryan Day were all instrumental in kind of forcing the Big Ten's hand here, mm-hmm. as far as uh, restarting yeah. the season. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh was pretty vocal in his opinion of we should play football. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he was even at a parent-led uh, protest of the Big Ten's decision to cancel <laughs> the football season. And uh, he, t- he tweeted something like, uh, stay positive, test negative, negative, play football. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is such a, such a Jim say, Harbaugh that tweet. An, that is an absolute Jim Harbaugh tweet. <laughs> like, there's nothing that fires you up more than a, like, Jim Harbaugh tweets that, and you're like, that's just Jim Harbaugh being Jim Harbaugh. Like, that's Jim Harbaugh. You can just picture him just sitting on the yeah, Exactly. You can see he's this khakis, man, you know. He's got the hat on still. Yeah. <laughs> he's, dude, so Big Ten's back. And the interesting thing is, legitimately, like we have big games right away yes. in the Big Ten. Week two, Ohio State plays at Penn State. Not even that. Week one, you have Michigan and Minnesota. Not yeah. as big as uh, not, not as big as that. That's still that's still a big game. Still a I good mean. game. And then week two, obviously, the massive game, which is probably going to decide who wins. Right, hold on, mate. You're forgetting the headline of week one: Rutgers at Michigan State. I mean, hello. <laughs> that's a Ooh, good point. Rocky Lombardi that's a good is point. going to have a field day <laughs> throwing 170 passing yards. <laughs> With a pick. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, going back to your point, awesome. absolutely. So, I was going to say, so, I mean, we're probably going to find out who's winning the Big Ten like week two. Yeah, there's a very good chance. Which is crazy. And, and the other thing that's very interesting about the schedule is the Big Ten just straight up said, we hate you, Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's, Their schedule is brutal. Yeah, it's... At Ohio State week one, at home against Wisconsin week two, Week three is at Northwestern, who actually is probably going to be better than what they were last year. Uh, week four against Penn State. <laughs> it's such a brutal so schedule. Prob- maybe 0-4 start the year. Yeah. Is it, yeah, so I, I think they it's, could... It's ver- or 1-3. But the, the most, their best they're going to do is 1-3. Uh, 
best they're going to do is one and three, and that would probably be a win against Northwestern. But I don't even know, man. I mean, Peyton Ramsey actually transferred from Indiana. That's what I mean. They're going to be a lot better. That's why I said they're going four. And Pat Fitzgerald teams are never bad two years in a row. Yeah, he's, he's I mean, a great coach. Be, yeah, Northwestern I think is going to be a pretty. Who they play after Penn State? Illinois. Good old lovey baby. Let me tell you, Lovey Smith is. Uh, Oh, he's, he, coach, he's, he's my guy, you know. Yeah, that's As a Bears fan, yeah, yeah, I, I do absolutely. have that connection. He's my guy. Then they have to go to Iowa. Then they have to go to Purdue, and they ended off with Minnesota. There is a realistic oh. chance that they could go worse than 2-6. and six. That is awful. That's hot. And, and, and here's the thing. Maybe he gets a pass this year because of how brutal the schedule is and because of how weird the circumstances are. But, I mean, there's still going to be a lot of scrutiny on Scott Frost if they're yeah. bad this year. I was going to say, like, yeah, there is. How, how far do you, like, how much how much leash do you give him? You know I, I, mean? I give him, like, if, if you end the season two and six or worse, you deserve some criticism. I was about for to say, that. yeah, he's absolutely, he's got to be on the, you know, the sea's got to be getting a little warm if they. I mean, because, I mean, realistically, I mean, you've got, I think you've got four winnable games on your schedule. Northwestern's yeah. a winnable game, Illinois is a winnable game. Maybe Purdue is a winnable game, and, and I, I those are tough games yeah. against Iowa yeah, and Purdue Iowa. for what for what Nebraska. What is. if he goes two and six and pulls off a huge upset? If he goes two and six, I mean, it depends on who you're beating. If you're beating Penn State, like yeah, I was gonna I say. Mean, I mean, I would say Minnesota. I would say either Minnesota or Wisconsin because you got both those games at home. Yeah, I would say are probably your two <laughs> best bets there. You do got Penn State at home too, but I just don't. I just don't see them being on par anywhere near. Because I'm going to tell you right now, like it doesn't matter if you have a big upset. If you're not beating the teams, you should be. Yeah, able to yeah. Beat. That's, yeah, that's no, still that's a, a problem. Point. That's a good point. So, with Michigan, they go at Minnesota, home against Michigan State, at Indiana, home against Wisconsin, at Rutgers, home against Penn State, home against Maryland, at Ohio State. Yes, that's actually tough. That's tough. At Minnesota is a tough game. Michigan State week two. That's going to be a blowout win for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indiana is always tough. Indiana is a, a tough team. Uh, Rutgers is going to also be a blowout. <laughs> uh, let me tell you my just general gut feeling about this that I don't see a ton of people talking about. I don't think Wisconsin's as big of a threat as people make them out to be for this year. I mean, they did lose a lot of people. They lost yeah. a lot. Of, they lo- lost. They lost a lot of people, <laughs> and like the last like decade, they've gone from great running back to great running back to great running back. I mean, they had Monte Ball, and then they went to uh, Ball. Ball. Melvin Gordon, and then they went to Jonathan Taylor. Taylor I mean, yeah. like they've had a ton of great running backs. I mean, who's their guy this year? It's a good question. You're probably going to have to rely a little bit more on your passing game with Jack Cohn and. Uh, <laughs> Jack Cohn, who for some reason tore up Ohio State in the first half of that Big Ten Championship game for whatever reason. I still can't explain. The only good thing about <laughs> Michigan's schedule that I'll say is we have tough games. We don't have two tough games back-to-back. That's true. No, that you is, follow that up the Minnesota game with Michigan State. You follow up the Wisconsin game home, with Rutgers. You follow up Penn State with Maryland. And then we follow up Ohio State with whoever we play in the Big Ten Championship. Right. Uh, During Big Ten Championship Week. 
No, we're playing. We're playing in the Big Ten Championship <laughs> League. So I, I mean, like, what do you want? How hilarious would that be? First time since two thousand four that you're going to win the Big Ten because you're going to go. Anybody who goes from the East is going to win the Big Ten. Yeah. If Michigan wins the East, it'll be hilarious. It'll be your first ever Big Ten Championship game appearance, and there will be no fans in Indianapolis to see it. Listen, at the end of the day, no matter what happens, Michigan's playing Big Ten Championship Week. Okay. That's true. No matter what happens, they will be playing during Big Ten Championship. Conference Championship Week will include a game that involves the Michigan Wolverines. I cannot wait to play Wisconsin in that game. <laughs> in the, in the. I mean, do you do you want to get into like some sort of prediction? Like, who do you think is going to come out of the West? I mean, you got you got to look probably say Minnesota, Wisconsin are probably two favorites. I think it's Minnesota. I think Minnesota walks it. To mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah, I don't think I, I, my Big Ten championship prediction is my Big Ten championship prediction is Ohio State and Minnesota with Ohio State winning it. I think Ohio State goes. Yeah, I'm ditto there. I'm I'm saying Ohio State. I think Minnesota. Ohio State goes nine and zero. Now I'm just gonna throw an idea out there. I'm ready. Okay. Um, Minnesota did lose some big people last year. I, I think they're going to miss Tyler Johnson. I think they're going to miss uh, I mean, they Anton Winfield Jr. Boat, yeah, and, and, and P.J. Flex is a good coach. <clears throat> but I don't think Wisconsin's going to be as good as they usually are. But I could honestly see the West being won by Iowa. Yeah, I would say that they're definitely... I would say of the, all I those mean, teams, that big three has got to be Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin. None of, right. this, none of this matters because whoever comes out of the East is going to destroy whoever comes That's out of true. The East. <laughs> like, but my, my point for Iowa is we're not even 100% sure who their starting quarterback is going to be, but that almost works to their advantage because historically, uh, under Kirk Ferentz, a first-year quarterback under Kirk Ferentz is usually their best season. It okay. happened with uh, Nate Stanley. So here's it happened happen. with C.J. Beathard. Here's what's going to happen: Minnesota's going to win the West. Ohio State's going to win the East. Ohio State's going to go nine and zero. They're going to make the playoff for the two seed game. It's going to be Penn State against. We'll go with Wisconsin. Third place game is going to be Michigan and Iowa, but we're going to lose to Iowa. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> and then who gives a who really cares about the fourth place game? And I do. <laughs> Fine, we'll go with. Uh, Let me tell you, man. I think Northwestern's got that chance at that. Uh, so Northwestern against probably uh, Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're gonna probably gonna get into like uh, Purdue or uh, Illinois territory versus like Maryland. Yeah. Maybe. Did Maryland get? Uh, they got two his brother. brother yeah. That, like, but are you ready for Rutgers versus Nebraska? That is going to be a football game. Yeah, That's a football is. game right that there. It sure is, man. That's Let me tell you. Is. Let me tell you, man. Michigan State, Illinois is the, the matchup I need. A rematch of that incredible comeback that uh, Illinois had last year. They were down 28 to 3. People don't forget. Yeah, that's true. You know what Michigan will do? do what? Michigan will lose to. This is what's going to happen. I'm calling it. Okay. Michigan. I gotta pull up the schedule. Michigan will lose to Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Penn State, and then beat Ohio State. And it won't matter that they beat Ohio State. That that's when Michigan would beat Ohio State. When it doesn't matter that they beat Ohio State, that'd be so Michigan. Where I'd be like, "Thanks a lot, guys. That was great. Way to go." I think realistically, for Michigan, 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it right now. I think you're, I think you're going six and two. I take that. Uh, I, I, I do. I think you're gonna upset Minnesota. Gaddis did say today there was an article put out by CBS Sports that uh, Josh Gaddis said that um, Joe Milton is like really impressing him. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are comparing him to Cam Newton. That's a dumb comparison. It is. Don't don't compare someone to Cam Newton, a, a, an athlete we've really only seen like once. Uh, okay. It says uh, more like Dante. It's by Zach Shaw. It says Wow plays exceptional improvement lands Milton's starting job. We obviously knew that he was going to get it after McCaffrey decided to leave. Well, not he's opted out, but he's probably going to transfer. Well, after, he's going to transfer. So he said that Joe Joe Milton is. Um, Basically, you know, he's played really well. He's doing 70-yard bombs, stuff like that. They just said that he – I mean, he's just playing really well. And uh, hopefully Josh Gaddis can actually take someone and improve him, you know, over the – quick. because I think he actually showed a lot of improvement with Shea. With, well, yeah, of course. It, unfortunately for him, it was too little too it, late. It was. But Shea Patterson was playing <clears throat> his best Michigan football at the end of his Michigan career. It was. That's like, the last, true. like, seven games he had as a Wolverine mm-hmm. were his best seven-game stretch as a Wolverine. True. And I'm hoping that Gaddis actually take – I'm hoping that Gaddis can actually make Milton a really good quarterback. And that's ultimately the one thing Michigan's been missing. Yeah. As far as trying to beat a team like Ohio State, well, we've had the likes of – you know, we've gone from, like, Braxton Miller to JT Barrett for nine years, and then we went to Dwayne Haskins and then to Justin Fields. Uh, over the course of it, I mean, na- name your quarterbacks. Name your quarterbacks over like the last like seven years, if you can. Shea Patterson. So wait, last seven years? Yeah. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's that's the whole point, well, yeah, though. You are struggling to think of who they are. I I can't remember most. Like of them. it's it, it's not it's not a good list. It's I know I I can't even think of anybody. It's Shea Patterson. Like I'm literally trying to ponder that. Like. Christian Ponder. <laughs> also, shout, God, that to, so shout out to Cole Snyder at Rutgers, Western are, New York represent. I'm re- pretty are sure. Are you ready for two names here? Well, she, uh, when was. Wilton Spate. Wilton Spate. Wilton Spate. Jake Rudock. Jake Rudock. John O'Corn. John O'Corn! <laughs> That one game, yeah, he, he did have that one game, didn't he? Yeah, that one game, man. I'm pretty sure he had that one game. I remember watching. I'm pretty sure he had that one game where he was all right. <laughs> didn't he have a? When was uh? When was when was Gardner? Gardner was like uh, probably like 2012 to 2014 yeah, ish. Because he he didn't play for Harbaugh. No, he didn't. Yeah. He was... We're not even going to talk about it. was the quote before Harbaugh. So anyway, so... just You, you don't want to talk about it? So just... You want to talk about Brady Hoker? <laughs> your second favorite Brady at Michigan? Oh, yeah. I love me some Brady Hoke, baby. <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, I mean, you look at it this year. Michigan has... Well, it all depends because Michigan's actually had some opt-outs that have really hurt the team. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate to interrupt you. I'm looking at this list of the top Michigan starting quarterbacks of all time. And it, like it's ranking a ton of them. Guess who ranks higher than John O'Corn? Who? Ryan Mallett. He barely even played in Michigan. He's still ranked higher than John O'Corn. Bro, I. Oh my goodness gracious. 
Oh my god! <laughs> this is so funny. It is. It's hilarious. I'm having a great time. Uh, anyways, we've had enough Big Ten talk. I think just for the time being. Yeah. So uh, the feel good story of the week: Rex Culpepper. Oh yeah. Son of Brad Culpepper, great Survivor player. Nice little Survivor bump right there. He threw his first touchdown pass for Syracuse since beating cancer. And then uh, they immediately pulled him. And for some reason they pulled. <laughs> yeah, <that was laughs> they really lost to, to Pitt twenty one to ten. I feel like they could have used Rex considering his he, he went like three of four for yeah, seventy five yards the first time he put it. Looks great. Let's pull him. Like just <laughs> yeah. he did though. He looked really good. And obviously, you know his story and everything that he's had mm-hmm. to go through. It's really cool to see him playing and. You know, you just hope that maybe he gets another opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. That's well for Syracuse. That's cancer. It'd be a really cool story. It'd be, it'd be a great also, story. Also, shout out to Wank Pitt, 2-0. Yeah. Shout out and, to and, Wank Pitt. Kenny Pickett's looking really good for them, too. Yes. Yes, I did see a bit of that game, and I was I was thoroughly, thoroughly yeah, impressed with his play. The... Now, speaking of quarterback play, that wasn't impressive. <laughs> what a segue. Uh, what a transition. T- Tulsa and Oklahoma was... Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, my bad. Was a football game. It sure kind was. Kind of. It, it sure it, was. Now, was. Now, now, Spencer Sanders left the game with an injury. Yeah. So we don't know necessarily how long he'll be out. Depending on how long he, he'll be out will obviously greatly affect our season. Uh, Ethan Bullock oh my God. looked. I was just looking at the stats of that game. Ethan Bullock's quarterback. <laughs> come on, no, no, no. Yeah, let me take a stab at what Ethan Bullock's quarterback rating was for his short stint during that game. Take a stab. How long was he in the game? He was uh, in the game for about two quarters. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Quarterback rating. Yes. Now, remember, it's different in college. It's yeah, like that's it goes to a higher it scale. Well, it is. Because I know the NFL. Because they can go like, all the way up to like 400 in, in, in college for some reason. guess 400. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, this kid's got a 400. Let, let's go yeah. yeah, right? uh, A negative two. No. Uh, no. You're, you're actually kind of close. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I thought it was good. I was going to guess a five. 5.7. <laughs> I love that. Wow. Eight he, he was for, bad. 8 of 13, 41 yards and a pick. Uh, average uh, yards per pass, 3.2. <laughs> yeah, he was bad. You know what that Not means? Good. If he threw three times every single time, it means they don't get a... <laughs> and if he completes it, they're still <laughs> inches short of the first down. He's still four tenths of a yard short. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Yeah, you very good. Now, true freshman Shane Illingsworth, who was a four-star recruit, saved the day. He came in, and uh, he looked good on his first drive, and really that's all they needed. They scored a touchdown and then kind of put the game away. They won 16-7. to Yeah, but Tulsa was Oof. up for a lot of that yeah, game. Yeah, they were. Tulsa's defense did a really, really good job because Spencer Sanders left the game, and they're like, okay, we're going to just do everything to stop Chuba Hubbard. <laughs> And you're just not going to throw the ball, yeah? Because this kid, this kid Ethan Bullock, is not very good. No. We're just you're just not going to throw the ball. And then then Gundy was like, you know what? Let's put this other kid in. I love that Oklahoma State won, and they dropped four spots. Eight people. <laughs> that's a poll that doesn't include the Big Ten. That's, that's yeah, bad. That's, exactly. that's Big Twelve football right there, baby. Like, that's Big Twelve. Football. So are we ready for Oklahoma to just completely lock the Big Twelve again? Um, Let me tell I you. Mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, because because Baylor's not going to be very good this year. Yeah, no, probably not. Yeah. They did get they did get eighty nine top twenty five votes. But Texas, 
Hey, man, they're bad. What are they? What's Texas? They're eighth. They're, up, they're tied for eighth now with Auburn. Who would they beat to get to, to get to eighth? Uh, I believe Utah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no, they were they were off last week. They beat – oh, wait, no, no, no. No, they, they played last week, didn't they? Uh, no, they were off last week. They beat Utah in week one on this uh, <laughs> They just beat Utah in the eighth team in the nation. Yeah, and they, they're, they're at Texas Tech this coming Saturday. Well, oh, that's right. I, I was talking to him about this. It says they went up. They didn't play and they went up? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what? how. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. They're, they're playing Texas Tech this week, which means when they win that game by seven points, they'll probably be moved all the way up to third in the nation. I am so confused. Right? Yeah, probably. But, like, I'm just, like, looking at this. I went back to the weekly poll. That was when they won. They got ranked ninth. They did not play this week. They somehow gained four points by not playing this week, and Auburn did not play this week, and they somehow lost 18 points. Because you know why? Because it's Texas. Yeah. Well, that's you know why I'm... Auburn lost points is simply because Notre Dame moved up a spot. And right, they got yeah, one, two, three, four SEC teams that are ranked above. How much does it suck to be Texas A&M? Three, They're ranked 10th in the nation, and they're probably going to lose, like, four games. Yeah. It's <laughs> true. Although they do got Vanderbilt this weekend, they'll, 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 they, oh, should, they should start off on the right foot. But yeah, but then they have then they got, got Alabama, Alabama, they have Alabama and Florida <laughs> back to back, and then they go to oh my god, they end the year with LSU and Auburn, and they also yeah, play they got Tennessee. Tennessee yeah. Oh my god, that'd be Tennessee, I think. I mean, yeah. here's the other thing: they're like, gonna lose four games. Some like, of these other games just like they're winnable games, but they're not even gonna be easy games. I mean, Mississippi State and Ole Miss; those aren't. Going to be easy cakewalk games no. with the coaches that they brought in. That's oh yeah, baby! Ooh. Oh, I love oh, this Mississippi Wayne. State bringing in Mike Leach was an all-time move. It was. I cannot wait to see him go for it on fourth and twenty-three at their own thirty-two. <laughs> that is going to be. Hey man, that's the kind amazing. of audacity you need in today's college football. All right, Mike Leach. He just he's out here tweeting. Did you see what Lane Kiffin said about the Jets? No, what did he say? He was on Pardon My Take, and they asked him, uh, "Would you ever?" Would you consider going to the Jets? And he went, "No, you look at that roster; it's terrible." <laughs> and I was like, "That's I love Lane Kiffin. Like, I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest; uh, he is not wrong. I love, dude, but I cannot wait for Ole Miss, Mississippi State with Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach. That is going to be an all-time scoring game. Like, that, that game <laughs> might get into the triple digits for both teams. That is going to be a great game. The now, ball has even more drama. Now. A team that didn't play down to their competition like Oklahoma State, Notre Dame. The fight nightish. I want to say that I loved Brian Kelly's pregame speech. Did you <laughs> see so that person? Pregame speech. He walks into the he so he walks into the locker room. And goes, okay, remember, worry about special teams, fake punts, fourth downs, onside kicks, onside kicks. And then he just, then that was it. And he just and left. He's like, let's go win. And it's like. <laughs> you guys aren't even trying to like, No. They, <laughs> what was the final score of that game? 52 to nothing. <laughs> Hell, dude, I love it. <laughs> Not to mention that, like, 
Ian Book did have three rushing touchdowns. He did only have 143 yards for the air and a 52-0 blowout. So. Dude, he is so bad. I think my favorite thing about Ian Book, like I said, he's been at Notre Dame for 17 years. Yeah. And he hasn't developed at all. He's still the same quarterback <laughs> he was his freshman year. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a little carries. regression. That's actually impressive. I'm not going to lie. Okay, yeah, it's impressive. We'll see what happens. Well, actually, we'll see what happens. Okay, but Clemson. here's the thing I need you to consider here. I'm ready. He had nine yards rushing. Yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> so, I mean, I understood he ended the end zone three times, but I mean, man, yeah, his, I mean, his longest rushing, his longest run of the day was four yards. <laughs> hey, I mean, well, yeah, I'll, I'll give, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to give him credit, to be honest with you, but I'll, I'll give him enough credit to say they blew out USF. Congratulations. Oh. Yeah, but we'll wait till they play North Carolina and Clemson. Yes, Mainly Clemson. Clemson's yeah. just going to... Well, even North Carolina's going to be tough for them. Yeah, and they struggle with Duke. Speaking so. of their name, actually. Oh, yeah. Big thing. Uh, so, Notre, Notre Dame, uh, I think, what was it? Half the team? Mm-hmm. Half yeah, the team, I think, or a little below that, has tested positive for COVID-19. And as a result, they are not playing Wake Forest this weekend. The game has been posted. Okay. Well, I mean, just, yeah, just, I mean, who cares? <laughs> so, 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 I don't know what this means because I think do they have to quarantine for 14 days, so they'll miss next week too. I'm pretty sure the quarantine period for college football athletes who test positive, if I'm not mistaken, is 21 days. Damn. Okay. So here's the oh, thing: damn. what do they? What do they do? Because you can't make up a football game like a baseball game. Like you can't just no, you can't. Yeah, no. so double headers, boys. Yeah, right. it, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm not a hundred percent positive, but I'm pretty sure it it's just canceled. About to say they may have to just cancel it. I know um, there were some other games that got canceled this week, and it was like Arkansas State and somebody. Um, hold on, let me do some. That that's like the weird thing that we're gonna have to Tulsa, see. Tulsa, Arkansas State, that got canceled. USF, yeah. FAU got canceled. North Texas, Houston got canceled. So yeah, I mean, COVID is certainly, you know, making it, it's making it, it's, it's known. It's making things interesting. Yeah. The one thing that like I'm, it's gonna make this season weird. I'm not sure if this is the same for all the conferences. If a team just misses a game. Let's say, look, sake of argument, Ohio State starts off six and zero. Okay, but players test positive; they miss two they games. They do, but I also think the NCAA would reschedule certain games. I'm not sure. Can the NCAA do that? It's up to the Big Ten, isn't it? I don't know it? if they can. Well, maybe. Well, that and y'all okay. They, if if Ohio State Michigan gets postponed, they I don't know if they can just be like. Well, guess we're not going to have Ohio State Michigan this year. Like, like well, I feel like it's at the end of the year. It's at the end of the year. How much time do you have to make those games so up before the college football playoff? And then Ohio State screwed. And then Ohio State is. And screwed. then say, and then it's probably going to be if Penn State. I mean, if they're seven one, sure you lost to Ohio State, but you played all eight games. You're going to the Big Ten championship. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. No. I mean, so I think there's a very good chance we could see a, so a conference champion who who doesn't deserve to even be there. Yeah, like Ohio State. That was a layup. I mean, just like, I can't wait for Ohio State to play three games and then test positive, and they'll be like, well, guys, you're third in the nation. Have fun in the Big Ten Championship. No, I'd like uh, that. That'd be fun to me. <laughs> um, and then after you're done with that, you can go take Urban Meyer's class on ethics. <laughs> hey, he doesn't teach her anymore. Of <laughs> <laughs> all the people to teach an ethics class. So um, the Citadel, and I alluded to this earlier, 
They, by the way, to, to not, not to cut you off there, but they, at one point they were 72-point favorites live at halftime. <laughs> they, the, the spread was 72 points. I honestly am kind of upset I didn't bet the house on that because I knew Clemson was going to lay down. Because oh, they always do. Yeah, it's Dabo. He has respect. He has so much like respect. He didn't, he didn't, he, Clemson didn't score a point in the second half. They had shut down the second half. They won by 49. Trevor you know what's Lawrence. What's cool, too, about that is that what? the Citadel can now like, advertise to recruits. We shut out Clemson, Clemson in a half. In a half. <laughs> Y'all want to come play for us? Because we shut out Clemson now, in a half. Now Dabo Schwinney played quarterback in that half, but that's not important. <laughs> that's the thing. You just think about the details. Like, now, they, they brought Clemson. Kelly Bryant back for that half. <laughs> now for that half, the offense in the – now, for that half, Clemson's <laughs> offense and defense actually switched sides, okay? <laughs> Trevor Lawrence played safety. We don't talk about that. Trevor Lawrence. A went. flag football game broke out in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like two-hand touch. <laughs> so, but it was, they played the entire second half without an offensive line. Like, it was like... Did you guys... Sorry, I didn't cut you off. But did you see the picture of the fans at the Clemson game? How they were, yeah, it they was, were seated... <laughs> It was just like vertical it was rows. Vertical rows. It was because, you know, aesthetically pre- pleasing. Yeah. If I if COVID I have to be honest, be transmitted vertically. Everybody knows that. I mean, but, but regardless, that I thought that was pretty interesting. I do think though that it's a big difference because obviously Gabo does that, and then you have Nick Saban who's like, "We're going to beat you eighty-eight nothing." Here's your money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it, so quit asking. Yeah. <laughs> but just to, oh so he's gonna do that, right? And then after he wins eighty-eight nothing, he'll go in the postgame press conference and be like, "I didn't well, like the way I didn't like our special teams today." <laughs> <laughs> I thought our gunners did not execute very well. Yeah. I love now they ran through our ass like a ticket. We could not stop them. <laughs> and then you look at the score, and it was like, it's like they had like forty-two rushing yards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best man. He, just, he gets so mad. I love over nothing. Oh, so uh, Trevor Lawrence in that game went eight and nine for 168 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, had a touchdown on the ground as well. And then Dabo was like, "All right, that's enough." Yeah, I mean, then they put in Kelly Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> then in the fourth quarter, they went to Taj Boyd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do love though that like that's the reason. I hate to say this. It's part of the reason I don't know if Trevor Lawrence can win a Heisman. No, it is the reason he can't because, win a Heisman. Because he, he doesn't because Clemson doesn't play they play maybe one competitive one or two competitive football games a year. Yeah. Sure. Like actually probably three because they have the semifinal and the final, but then they also have like maybe one game in their conference they play that's tough. But maybe not. Like I said, they play a maximum of three competitive games a year. I mean and sometimes they yeah. play three. If you look at you got this year, you got Notre Dame and arguably Miami. Well, also North Carolina, don't they play them? They do not. Oh, uh, so never mind. Yeah, they'll play, play. play them in the ACC song game. Right. Probably, probably. Or, or no, because no, Notre Dame's. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll so see here's what's going to happen, right? We're going to get all pumped. What, when are they playing Miami? Uh, coming up, I think. Um, two weeks. So we're going to get excited for that. And we're going to be like, well, I don't know, man. Derek King looks good. Exactly. That's what we're going to say. And we're going to do that. And then the game will start, and we'll be like, Oh, oh, no, it's still Trevor Lawrence. Do you remember that one game a couple, I think it's two, three years ago, when they played at Virginia Tech? And like, oh, and they put Andrew Sammy and Yeah, I'm like, saying, like, they had yeah. this really tight montage. The fans were going bonkers. The freaking stadium looked like it was shaking. 
And then they just got blown up. It's the best. We always do it. We always do it Clemson because they don't play anyone. So we trick ourselves into thinking maybe someone could give them a competitive game. And then they play like a ranked team. Exactly. I'm like tuning into this game. I'm like, dude, this this atmosphere. You kidding me? They they. They might lose tonight. I mean, look at how hyped these play. Like, and then they just and then you see Trevor Lawrence throw football. Yeah, I'm not saying it's just like (laughs) wow. (laughs) Anywhere he wants that ball to go, it is straight. It is a perfect spiral. And then we're like seven minutes left in the first quarter. It's seventeen to nothing. Lawrence is already getting talked about. He's going to get pulled at half. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of Miami and Derek King, they they played actually a pretty pretty entertaining game. I guess. Yeah, that was. I I actually think. They're going to be a lot better than people thought they were, obviously. Yeah. I think they'll finish in the top 25. I think they will, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is improvement for Miami, oh, especially yeah, after last year. Manny Diaz, I think, so far has actually done a pretty decent and job with the program that's probably, tough to take over. A, I mean, I don't know how bowl games are going to work, but if it was a regular type of thing, they'll get a decent bowl game. Yeah, yeah. they should. Of course. And, and, you know, just the, the game in general was pretty we'll, entertaining. I mean, we'll it was 47 to, to 34. We'll go to the Tostitos Bowl. They'll go to the Red Box Bowl. So, De'Ara King went 18 of 30 for 325 yards, three touchdowns, and he is just incredible at throwing on the run. Yeah, he's a... He's unbelievable. He's a yeah. I, I did... I didn't know he was that good throwing on the run. Like he's oh, yeah. unstoppable. The only, yeah, I remember watching him play uh, Oklahoma when he was at Houston. Um... And it was like the same thing. It just stood out to me. I was like, this kid can just, like, you get him out of the pocket. That's where it's like actually at his best. It's almost it like didn't matter because you, you guys probably put up 70 in that game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But regardless, and, regardless, but, I did see it. And right. I was like, yeah. okay, this kid can play. No, he can. I mean, yeah, he's really good. I think that they have the potential to be this. I mean, of course, this year it's going to be different because Notre Dame's in the conference. But they have the potential to be if they can build on this to be the second best team in that conference. Right, but it's a, the only thing is it's unfortunate you're only going to have him for one year. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but, I mean, who knows? Maybe he can teach Tate Martell a few things. I, I don't know if he's ever going to play you, for or that. Or they can just do the thing Tate that Oklahoma Martell. does and just get transfer quarterbacks Yeah, every year. Yeah, transfer right. quarterbacks are becoming, like, the biggest thing in college L- football. Like, mm-hmm. They can just do that or they become that uh, transfer quarterback factory. That they could, I could see them doing that. But they, um, they obviously, I think you still have to worry about North Carolina. If you're them, because North Carolina, I think the you're actually building something yeah. in there. They actually, Miami actually plays them last game of the year, so that could potentially be a very, very. I, that's game. going to be a game I'm going to watch just to see both Dear King and uh, Sam Howell. But I mean, even Malik Cunningham was really, really good for Louisville. I mean, he yeah. went 26 of 36 for 307 yards, three touchdowns. I also he like did have one pick, but I'm a, I'm a JV and Hawkins Stan account. Absolutely love that kid. Yeah, I am a big, big fan. Very, of very good. I think that I mean obviously he's shorter, only like five nine, five ten I think, but I mean he 164 yards on 27 carries. I mean that's nothing to scoff at. I thought right. I really liked his game, and I had read a little bit about him coming into the year, saying that he could be a potential sleeper, you know, player of the year candidate. So um, I think he he certainly <coughs> impressed, and yeah, overall good game. Couldn't ask for much more. So now that the SEC is back. Do we want to get into some predictions for the game this week? Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, All right, here's, here's a better prediction. Do, do they cover the spread? Yeah. Does, does okay, so tell me the SEC games. 
So the biggest one is going to be Kentucky versus Auburn. Kentucky's 23rd in the nation. Auburn is 8th. I think Auburn will win that game, but it'll be closer. It'll be a close game. Yeah. yeah they're favored by 7. I think Kentucky could cover that. I think that could be like a field goal game potentially. I could see a 4 or 5 point game. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is Kentucky went 8-5 and five last year. Kentucky driving in. They need um, a touchdown to win and they get stopped. So. But K- Kentucky was missing their quarterback, Terry Wilson. He missed 11 games last year. See, and, he, and he's he's their he's their quarterback. Yes, I mean, I, you I, won eight, I, eight games last year without him. Yeah, I don't really know how to judge him. But like you said, this could—I mean, I, this could be an upset game. It really could. Right. Which would be absolutely hilarious. With, with Terry Wilson, uh, Kentucky's just going—they're going to run the football. That's that's what they're—they're they're, they're mm-hmm. a power run football team. Yeah. Pound the rock, baby. Yes. Pound football. the rock. So the, I could very much see like Kentucky could very much control the tempo of this game, and that could very well play to their advantage it's going to be a close game i think it's going to come down to like the last five minutes mm-hmm. of the game my only concern with kentucky especially after missing the last 11 games last year is if you're in a tight game and you got to throw the ball is terry wilson going to be able to push it down the field right good question <coughs> i also gotta give a shout out to mark stoops though i mean he has completely turned that Mar- oh, mark, mark stoops has done stoops. a fantastic job there love mark stoops i mean obviously one of the most is uh, kentucky over not that- sec network <laughs> the best SEC game is going to be on it. That's yeah. so Instead ridiculous. Instead, we get Florida Ole Miss on ESPN at noon. Oh, baby. Okay, that's that's understandable, that, I guess, because that's a really good game. The spread for Florida Ole Miss is Ole Miss plus 13 and a half. That, yeah, plus 13. I would around, actually take yes. Ole Miss. Or 13, yeah, it depends on what yeah, you're yeah, looking yeah. for. But Yeah, I, I, I would probably. God, I don't know, though, man. I, mean, I, like, I, I, I like Kyle Trask. They, they could certainly cover. I, I, I don't know if they win that game, but I think they can Oh, no, God, cover. no, they don't win. Although, yeah. how funny would it be on Lane Kiffin, <laughs> Florida upset? <laughs> Dude, the story's just, they, they just write themselves, man. SEC football. But anyways, yeah, I mean, Florida Ole Miss, Kentucky, Auburn, Mississippi State, LSU at 330. That's LSU like a big afternoon that. game. LSU won that. Yeah. yeah. They're favored by 16. And then and at 4 o'clock, you had Georgia, Arkansas. I don't even talk yeah. about that. Georgia's favored by 7 o'clock, Bama, Missouri. That is going to be... A murder. Yeah, that's what, that's, they're only that's, plus twenty seven and a half, which basically means they're plus thirty because of the road team. Yeah, yeah. How, how how funny is that? That's how good Alabama is. They're only plus twenty seven and a half. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised. It's not more than that. I guess a team in their own conference. Tennessee, South Carolina. Tennessee needs to wow plus three and a half for South Carolina. Tennessee needs to win that game. Yeah, yeah. That that's a start you need to get off to yeah, if no, you're Tennessee. You, if they're if they're going to be in contention this year, which I don't think that they will, but if they, they are going to be no. in contention, but here's the thing: if they if, if they lose that game against USC, <laughs> sorry, so dumb. sorry, it's so dumb. I, USC fans hate that. Like if, yeah. if they if they start against the Gamecocks and they lose that, that all of a sudden every single Tennessee fan Damn. goes into. Every single Tennessee fan and player and coach goes into, oh, here we go yeah, again. Right. But you also got to remember here, they go, they got South Carolina and Missouri. Those are two winnable games. And then you're at Georgia, home against Kentucky, home against Alabama, three games in a row. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, I got to say, I, I, I like so far what Jeremy Pruitt's done. That could all come undone if you lose the first game of the season to Will Muschamp. True. They may have a harder schedule than A&M. Oh, my God. At South Carolina, Missouri, at Georgia, home hey. against Kentucky, home against Bama, hey. at Arkansas, home hey. against AM, at Auburn, at Vanderbilt, home against Florida. Are you talking about the will? Are you talking about the man that beat the Georgia Bulldogs? 
in Georgia <laughs> last year. <laughs> the, the Gamecocks, I mean, it, they're going to have a different look this year. I mean, uh, Colorado State graduate transfer Colin Hill will be their starting quarterback. He beat out Ryan Holinsky last this uh, yeah. year. Who Holinsky started the final 11 games last year for uh, South Carolina as a true freshman. He looked pretty good, but... Hill played in 18 games in his career. He's got 23 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. It'll be a close game, so, I think. I think it'll be a close too. game. Yeah, Tennessee, that's that's Tennessee's only favorite by three and a half. So obviously, there's they something need to about win the that game. game, though. They need to win it because it's mm-hmm. like you can't lose that because there's so much negativity in that program. Oh, already. Yeah. It, it's you like, lose a game like that. It's like all of a sudden, every single exactly. fan's like, "Great, here we go." I mean, you're you're starting off against South Carolina and Missouri. You got to start off two and zero. Mm-hmm. And then you need to steal, and then you probably need to beat Kentucky because you're not going to beat the other two. Yeah, and Kentucky. I mean, the, the, Kentucky. The, those games have actually been pretty good the last. I would say, let me see Tennessee's schedule. They should probably try. I mean, the fir- okay. So the first six Oops. games: South Carolina, Missouri, at Georgia, home against Kentucky, home against Alabama, away at Arkansas. Those are your first six games. You got to be four and two. Yeah, big, big Tennessee guy. I've been, big, dude, big, that's big, a big that's a great time. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been. Have you been in the stadium? Nah, I just drove by. It, it was weird. Sucks. The stadium was just open. Really? Yeah, I just walked Jay. in. <laughs> You're right. It's they, such they, a cool stadium. They need to be four and two. They need to be four and two and then, going into Texas A and M. They they need to beat A and M. They yeah. really do. They need to beat A and M, and they probably need to beat Auburn. I would say. I don't know if I'd say they need to beat Auburn. You're probably going to beat Ban- Vanderbilt. You need to be six and four or seven and three. By the end of this, if you're five and five or worse, that's not a good season for you. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. What have they come out? Just I was just thinking about that. Have they come out and said what the deal with bowl eligibility is? Like what the parameters are with the Big Ten only playing eight games? Or? I'm not even sure. I yeah. mean, it's it's so weird. Like it just the way it's going to work out. But so it's probably just going to be like, oh, this team will make us money. You're in. Right. Yeah. Good point. Very good point. Uh, let's see. I mean, who do you guys like? So ideally, they're probably looking at a six-month season. <coughs> yeah, no, not bad, actually. Because so. they're gonna one, two, three, four, five, six. Probably six, yeah. Because South South Carolina, Missouri, Kentucky, Arkansas, A and M, and Vanderbilt are probably what they wanted. That that that's six. Because mm-hmm. they're gonna lose to Bama, Georgia, and Florida, and Auburn. Yeah. So there's, I mean. I mean that's not a terrible season. I mean like, they take that right yeah. six and four, six and four. Honestly, you can't take, you can't complain because you're winning the games that you should win and maybe even pulling off an upset if you beat A and M arguably, and then you're not really expected to be so, any of the big four teams. Let me look at this. Let, let's just say this: if you go six and four this season, if you're Tennessee and your four losses are at Georgia, Alabama, at Auburn. And Florida? Yeah, you can't be upset I mean, that. like, how are you going to be upset at that? Yeah. I mean, the, those are all legitimately top ten teams. Especially yeah. if you can give, like, one or two of them a run for their money. I mean, yeah. if you can make a game out of, yeah. like, so Auburn, Florida. Like, Missouri. No, um, which I think Florida would probably be the this game is, that they're going to. This is Alabama's schedule. Yeah. Missouri. Win. A&M. Win. Win. Old Win. Win. <laughs> Georgia. Win. Tennessee. Win. Mississippi State. Win. LSU. Lost. No, okay. Win. <laughs> Kentucky Auburn. I mean, that's probably. And oh, the last game of the year is Arkansas. <laughs> that's uh, probably okay. undefeated. Honestly, uh, be undefeated. yeah. I mean, 
Because LSU lo- lost too much this last offseason. I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna go into it right now. I'm going to let's go into it. I'm, I'm going to bash Kirby Smart real quick. Oh, yes. I'm ready. So, Georgia, Georgia, oh my God. Georgia, week, so week one is Arkansas. Week two, Auburn. Week three, Tennessee. Week four, Alabama. Week five, Kentucky. Week six, Florida. <laughs> wow. And the, yeah, so that's... I mean, and that's just a credit to... So they're going to lose to Auburn, Florida, and Alabama, and they'll probably blow it against Kentucky. But, so that's... My thing with Georgia is, it's like I said, they're never going to win a title with Kirby Smart. He's way too conservative. He is. He, the guy would rather... Like, like I said, it'll be th- he'll be down 37-3 in a game in the fourth, and he'll be like, oh. we got to take the points here. Like, that'd be Kirby Smart. That stretch of games is insane. I know, that's brutal. Oh, my God. That's how the SEC is, though, when you number don't have those cupcakes in, country, in between Number 16 uh, separated. in the country, number 2 in the country, number 23 in the country, number 5 in the country, 5 in a row. Back to back to back to back to back. That yeah, is that's insane. Brutal. But for So Alabama, we looked at their schedule and we're like, uh, they're undefeated. What do you think is the chance the game they have the biggest chance of losing? Uh, let me look back at their schedule Because I don't think it's Georgia. Uh, it's not Georgia? Auburn? I think it's probably Auburn. Because LSU, LSU lost everybody, says, man. They LSU's lost everybody. not the sixth best team in the nation. No, they're that's because they won the national title last year. LSU's going to be. Oh, yeah, you, you have to give them that respect, but yeah. you know they just they, LSU's, they got nothing left. LSU's going to be a worse team. It's probably off. It's not going to be Georgia. I wish they played Florida. That would be. Yeah, I think Florida's the second best team in the SEC. They are. I yeah, I, th- I think Auburn's probably had the best chance. Of, I mean, especially since Bo Nix has already won and zero against uh, Alabama. Yep. That like, I, I I really think. Florida's the second best team in the SEC. In my opinion, you know what? Let's get creative here. Let me, yeah, I'm uh, ready. I'm ready. Let me. Let me I'm all about creativity. creativity. You are. <laughs> I am. Big creativity guy. I am a huge creativity. I'm gonna call it. You ready for this? I am. SEC championship. Okay. Florida, Alabama. All right. Florida's gonna win. That's bold. I think Florida's going to be that. That is That's a bold. very bold and, because, I'm not going to lie, kind of a dumb prediction. Well, you know why? You know why? Because I just don't want to see Alabama in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that's just a dumb prediction. It's, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Florida-Alabama, and Alabama's going to win by 25. It's what I want to happen. It won't happen. It's what I want to happen. I just really, really hope that we get a very, like, a high-stakes Iron Bowl again. Like, yeah, I've, missed, I've missed those, like... I mean, we had one um, last year. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. It was good. It was a good game. It yeah. was because you the, the Iron Bowl is one of those games. Like I really want this to mean something because when yeah. it does, it's so good. Exactly. Like I mean, I just think back like with the kick six. I mean, what Alabama was one. Auburn they, was four. Auburn was four. Three, they were four. four. Yeah, I mean, and that ended up being arguably one of the crazy. The thing I love about college football is no other sport in America really has the. Okay, so at the end of the season, like this isn't about the Iron Bowl. This is just about rivals in general. We're both two and seven, okay? But this game, this round, like the Egg Bowl, this game matters so much. Like yeah. it's like the Egg Bowl, the egg bowl. like, like it's crazy. No other sport does that. So These funny. dudes, like, if the Jets and Bills both suck and they play each other, it's not yeah, like it doesn't matter. Let's go, baby. But they could both be one and ten, and then like, like yeah. no, if they're not, well, that would happen. But they could both be like one and eight, and they're playing that game. Yeah. Both of those Absolutely. fan bases are like, let's go, baby. We need this. Mm-hmm. This is our whole season. Like Washington State and UW. Like the yeah. way Washington State views that rivalry. <laughs> UW. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. Uh, 
It, it's, it probably would be the same for the game, but the problem is we are never going to see Ohio State like 1-8, and eight, and we're never going to see no. Michigan 1-8 no, either. God, no. That's what, like, we're never going to see it like that. But if for some reason there's ever a circumstance where that happened, that would be part of that equation. I've actually too. heard fan bases that like that say it's worse because that one rivalry game is the whole season. Yeah. It's like Army-Navy. Like, literally, that's yeah. the biggest one. Yeah. No other sport has Army-Navy where Army could literally – Go oh and whatever and win that game and if Navy was perfect in their record and lost that game, it would be like, you know what Army it, it, it would they would feel like man this really sucks like legitimately yeah, like right. yeah. it's like it's Army Navy is the game that like it's I could not imagine that having your whole season is one rivalry game that's all that matters. You know who doesn't get any love in that? Oh. Air Force. <laughs> That's well, true. It's because they're losers. But anyway, so it's just... No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're not a loser in the Air Force. So I'm just some... That's not true at all. Just some idiot in college. Um, so one of the things I wanted to do was go into a deep dive of the schedules of Ohio State, Michigan, Florida, and Oklahoma for obvious reasons. Okay, go. Uh, Curtis is not here, so we're not even going to bother with Florida. We basically already did Ohio State, so, Michigan. Let's do a deep dive in Oklahoma. Okay, let's go. All right, so you got uh, Kansas State. Win. <laughs> Iowa State when? after that. You got the uh, Red River. <laughs> okay, let's, let's then they got Texas. Oh, baby, Sam Ellinger for the seventh time. Hey, man. Maybe he can improve to one and eight. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite part about that is like watching the pregame shows for the Red River rivalry, and they're just like. I, I'm telling you, man, Sam Ellinger. Really? I'm telling you, man, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm rolling with Texas. I'm rolling with Texas. What, what can I say? I'm rolling with Texas. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's the same, it's the same thing every year. Just, like, every analyst on Fox, they do, like, a 2-2 split, and they're just like, I'm, I'm, t- I just, I'm feeling Texas this year, man. I'm feeling Texas. And guess what? They never win. And look, you know what? I think Tom Herman's got their number. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the first. They, they have won recently, but like realistically, they, well, I just do not. See yeah, but it was it was the won. most pointless game ever. You won a game that actually mattered. Though. Yeah, yes, exactly. exactly. That's, that's why it didn't exactly. matter. It's because you beat exactly. them. For, oh man, that's... Dude, Texas suck. Like I'm so sick of Texas. You're not back. You're never gonna be back. Okay, just go away. Nobody likes you. Okay, it's like. It's like, just go away. Like, you're every single year you beat, like, UTEP, for example. And it's like, well, got to put them fifth in the nation. Like, true. Oh, Michigan, you beat Minnesota week one. They beat UTEP. Sorry, they have a bull. <laughs> so they win. Like, they got like, a cool yeah. mascot. Like, it's like look, he's home? a giant cow or whatever. Do you is. remember Vince Young? Fifth in the nation. Yeah. Remember when Vince Young beat USC? Yeah, that was over 10 years ago, okay? Get over it. My hey, God. He got the corn, man. He got the corner. Like, he like, got the corner. Got it. just like... Vince Young scores. The full lack of, like, no... Like, it was like one of the greatest plays ever. And it was like, going for the corner, he's got it. That was on par with, like, Diggs. Sideline touchdown. <laughs> Could you imagine calling a moment like that and being like, "Well, uh, oh, Vince Young out of the pocket. Oh, and he's going for it, and that's a touchdown." And the kick is up, and uh, it's a little short. <laughs> yeah. So Auburn's going to try and return this, and they are down the sideline. And no, nobody's playing. Wow, Chris Davis, and he is in no the end zone, and Auburn wow. won. Wow. <laughs> Auburn's going to win the football game. 
<laughs> but just like yeah. it's just like Texas. You're so annoying. Yeah. Like there's a reason everyone makes fun of you. Like here's my thing too. Like even if they do manage to beat Oklahoma, like as of right now, they're oh, I'm surprised they got odds already for this. But they Oklahoma's two point favorites, which surprises me that they're only two point favorites. But it's because I have a little bias. Committee, the committee would rather sacrifice their own children than not have Texas in the top ten. <laughs> okay, like it's like That's it's true. the most. Annoying thing. I honestly, I would bet the house on Oklahoma at minus two and a half. The committee's dream oh national God. title this is, year is, is Texas and Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yeah. That's their dream game every year. It's the, it's every year. Yeah, I mean, like, it's like, they would do anything for a Texas Notre Dame. Their, their dream uh, college football playoff would be USC, Texas, Notre Dame, and Michigan. I mean, yeah, probably. Just because of the ratings would be insane. Yeah. yeah. But the thing, the weird thing is, is Michigan's the only team that doesn't get the benefit of the doubt from the from the you know what I love year. about Michigan though. Michigan's fans are realistic. We're like, no, we suck. Like, 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 but the Notre Dame, I feel like some. Here's the most thing. Notre Dame fans, I feel like, are are pretty. Like, Texas fans are the most obnoxious. Like. They think they're back every year. It's every year. Like it's like they legitimately. This is finally think, it. Yeah. Can you believe it? We're back. Like, guys, we got Tom Herman. Like just. Like, it's like man, I love Tom Herman when he was our OC, but I mean, what has he done for them? Well, he's he, never mind. I'm not gonna, <laughs> Tom Herman. Yeah, I wouldn't go there. <laughs> Tom Herman. Uh, Tom Herman's done a lot for a lot of people, but the uh, the the big thing is with Texas, you're not back. Okay, you're gonna lose to Oklahoma. You know what? If you, if Texas make the playoff, I'm not gonna say that. Never mind, because then we'll do it. But Texas, just say it. Who cares? They're not gonna I'll do chop it. Chop off my pinky. No, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, it, Texas. Yeah, you need that pinky. If Texas make the playoff, I will walk around for a week with an Ohio State jersey, an Ohio State hat. Note that down, folks. Note that down. Because they're not going to do it. Okay, Tom Herman, you know what you got to do. Bro. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, you got to do it once. Tom, if you're listening, <laughs> I don't Tom. even mind if you beat Oklahoma. <laughs> no. I don't no, even don't mind. Do it. That would be the most, like... I was about to say, bro, if they beat Oklahoma, you're, I know you're going to be sweating. Because you're going to make the playoff if they beat Oklahoma. That's what I'm saying. That's like... Nah, the best would be they beat Oklahoma and then they just lose in the Big Twelve Championship and just finish like to yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah, to Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh man. my God, I would do if they did that. That I'd watch the Big Twelve title game more than the Big. Do you know what would really suck? What's that? Is me having to sit there and watch Michigan play in the playoff in an Ohio State jersey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gotta happen. I Wait, would love to see it. Or I could, cause uh, that's not happening though, cause it'd be a different time, but. Kind of regretting saying that, but I'm not because Texas isn't back. Yeah, they're not back. I mean, who is the biggest like game for, for Oklahoma? Oklahoma? Like, I mean, I would say either Texas, but it's got to be either Texas or Bedlam. I yeah, mean, those are the I only think two. Who about Oklahoma State? Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> the look I just got. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I mean, like who do you think's got a better chance of beating Oklahoma, Oklahoma State or Texas? Um, mm. I don't know, man. I mean. Wow, Florida has... Because if Spencer Sanders... If Spencer Sanders Sanders is healthy... If he plays, I'll say Oklahoma State. Just because I feel like they... Sorry. Oh, no, I was just saying, like, I feel like they've... 
for the most part, played pretty well against Sam Ellinger, if I remember correctly. I yeah. mean, he did have the one game. I think that was, what, like his freshman or sophomore year when they beat him. When they beat um, him and he had, like, zero passing touchdowns, but he had, like, nine rushing yeah, exactly. touchdowns because all they did was run. So, what was that dude's name? Their big receiver? Uh, was it Colin Johnson? Le, or no, 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 no. Le, little Jordan Humphrey. Jordan Humphrey. Little Jordan Humphrey. That dude went off. Looking at, I, that. I was looking at Florida's schedule real quick. They could legitimately go undefeated. Florida? Yeah, look at their schedule. Their, their only top, their only game that's like tough for them is probably going to be Georgia. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. They don't play Bama. Uh, I need to find this. Yeah, it's, Georgia could be tough. Um, I know we are kind of writing off LSU, but I think I mean they'll give them a game. I don't think they win that game. Yeah, but I, I think just they give them a I don't game. know. It's it's tough to go from like the greatest college quarterback ever. No, that's to, true. To anyone that's else. True. That's true. Honestly, I mean, they, yeah, so they're playing LSU, but they do have the luxury of playing at home. Yeah, true. Georgia's going to be a tough game because it's on the road, and, and I think they'll pro- – honestly, their, their toughest game, just because of how the last few years have gone, could honestly be Kentucky. Ooh. And I'm not even joking. Yeah. I mean, the way that Kentucky's well, also, played them under the, Mark the Stoops. Deeper, the deeper we get into the year, I wonder, like – if fans going into stadiums is going to become a thing. Yeah. Well, if that is, then that gives Florida well, an advantage. But either way, then, isn't Florida Georgia? That, that's new. That's the world. That's the neutral cocktail party. That's neutral. Anyway, yeah, it so. is. That's, yeah. But I'm saying for the Kentucky game. Like, that's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's in in Florida, yeah. and uh, Kentucky has only beaten Florida at the swamp once in the last like 35 years. Down but that swamp. was just two years ago. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, Mark Stoops is to <laughs> legitimately. He's done such a good job with that program. Yeah, he has. He really is probably. I I'd say he is the most underrated college football coach right now. Yeah, I agree. I'm surprised he hasn't been poached yet by like by a bigger any, program. Like, I like an, I don't even know who like an A and M like uh or, or USC USC. Yeah, that's a very good point. I, I I've said it before. I mean, if if you seriously want to move on from Jim Harbaugh, get Mark Stoops. I don't think we're ready. We're not ready. We're not. Ready I don't think you're yet. ready either. But man, I mean, I I think Mark Stoops has what it takes to turn a Michigan Jim, around. Jim Harbaugh is going to be Michigan at least another four years. <laughs> like he's he's not. He's, it's just he's because he went there. Yeah, honestly. I'm about to say literally. Yeah. It's if he didn't go there, I think he'd be out by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, but it's weird. Like, I, I really do still have faith that he can turn it around. Yeah, realistic, I do. I, cause I don't know if that's like, false hope. But I, I don't know. I don't think that's false hope. I think it's just because you have the understanding of the best quarterback he's had to work with was Shea Patterson, who was you. You need an elite quarterback. We, I, I just, I just want <clears> one <throat> quarterback. Like, I just want to beat Ohio State once. Yeah. I just want to be more slowly. It's like I had a serious question. Say you guys finish like I don't know. Say you guys finish like five and three, but you beat Ohio State. Is that a yes, good season for you? I'd do that. If it took if it took a playoff appearance away from Ohio State, I'd do it. What if it didn't? I'd still do it. Because after Ohio State won the title. Jay would brag about it, and I'd be like, "Yeah, you won the title, but 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 we beat you. Yeah, so we, yeah. That's our title too, yeah, exactly." <laughs> and like Jay would get so annoyed with that because he wouldn't be able to rub that title in my face at all. Because I'd be like, "Well, Jay, I mean, we." I don't know, but <laughs> let me tell you something. If if it takes Ohio State going eight and one in the regular season, and obviously the conference well, championship, the only loss being to Michigan, yeah, but we win the, the title, I'll take it. I'll take yeah, it. exactly. I'll take the title. You're gonna take the title, but it, it's just, yeah. It, 
again, like, there's been so many years where I thought it was it. And, like... 2016 probably was the one that hurt yeah, the most. it was. When I've Curtis, never... I've when never, Curtis Samuel cut it back. I've... Okay. And Ohio State wins. Okay. I've never watched the highlights of that game. I don't blame you. Oh, we should watch it no, sometime. I'm not watching it. <laughs> well, you don't want to see JT Barrett where he clearly picked up the first I've round. never even seen a replay from that game. Really? Like, I have never gone back and watched it. You know what's funny? Ever. I was actually in Columbus for that game. Because uh, my, my uncle lives down there. I was in Columbus. Where's I was not in, in the stadium. Uh, he lives... Um, have you heard of Polaris? I Yes. Yes. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I want to say yeah. he's like five minutes from Polaris. Or like that the, area. Uh, Polaris the, is a great place. The... Yeah. Uh, that one hurt the most, probably. The other one that hurt the most was when Michigan was fourth. And if we won, we were going to be in the playoff. Yeah, and we you guys killed just us. smoked you. That one hurt really bad. <laughs> yeah. Just like going, just like I actually thought, going into that, I thought we were going to win. Yeah. Because I thought we were the better team. Clearly yeah. we won't. We weren't. But just well, maybe Don Brown's defense just, uh, you know... Don Brown. He just needs better players. Don Brown is like 105. Like, when is that guy just gonna like die? Like, I mean, like Don, Don Brown shows up and he's like, "Where are the leather helmets at?" Like, like that, that's Don Brown. Don Brown and like, I'm not trying to be mean to the guy, but you know, and I mean, he, he plays the Madden defense. It, he's like man to man every play. Like, you know what though? I love Josh Gaddis. Like, he's like Josh Gaddis has done a good job for you. Like. I, now, the big thing for Michigan this year is the opt-outs because they had a good amount. Yeah. Some people have come back. The big thing for them is if Nico Collins is going to come back or not. I believe I saw that somebody was hinting about that was yes, yesterday, yeah, hinting about something like that. Here, here's a, an interesting question, I think. Let's, let's say nothing gets better at Michigan, and they finally decide that they have absolutely had it, and, and they do the unthinkable and they fire Jim Harbaugh. Does Josh Gaddis get a chance at that job? He probably gets an interview. It would depend for me on who the other options are to come to Michigan. I think he certainly gets right. an interview, but I'm not sure. Because like if, if you no. told me like, yeah, uh Josh Josh Gaddis could get the job, but this is completely unrealistic, but like Lincoln Riley wants it too. Then I'd be like, Okay, sorry Josh, but like like there's stuff like there are well, some Okay, who would you rather have? Would you rather have Josh Gaddis or Mark Stoops? Mark Stoops. Okay. Yeah. The uh it would depend on who else if if there are another great candidate, sure. I think I think Josh would be a good at coach. Are you ready for this one? What? Josh Gaddis or Luke Fickle? Luke Fickle? Are you kidding me? No, Josh Gaddis. <laughs> Josh Gaddis. But there are some. There, there are probably about f- maybe fifteen coaches that I would take over Josh Gaddis. Okay. And Mark Stoops is one of them. That's good. There, but there's a few good. that are like uh, we'll never get. Obviously, like the Dabbles and the same. Uh, yeah, like of that. course. But, but like there are some coaches that, like you said, Stoops that I think realistically we could get that I would want in Michigan. Right. Mm-hmm. I just want. I just want to. Coach. <laughs> okay. So now here's here's a fun question for you. Okay. Who would you rather have? Just going for the future. <laughs> you can either stay with Jim Harbaugh, <laughs> or you can make a trade with Notre Dame and get Brian Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather have Jim Harbaugh at Michigan for the next 150 years <laughs> than have Brian Kelly for the next three. Okay? Brian Kelly is the worst head coach in a big program in college football. Right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think... I think, I, I think... Well, it depends on what you consider, like, big program. Like, are you talking, I, like, like, elite program or... Because I'm, I'm going to throw out Will Muschamp if, if, the, if you're willing yeah, to Yeah, but that, that. I mean, I don't really consider them to be in the same category as Notre Dame. I, I don't know if anyone is, though, to be fair. Right, brand. that's fair. But but it, it's just, Brian Kelly is such a moron that it's like, 
Nobody. They're down three nothing if they announced the extension. That was so funny. But here's the thing: like, didn't that, what was the record that year he went where he was terrible? They were four and eight. They were four and eight, and he kept his job. Yeah. If a Michigan nine. coach went, I don't care who you are, John Ar- yeah. Jim Arbaugh. I'd take gone. John Harbaugh. Right? <laughs> 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 you take John Harbaugh. Yeah. If Jim Harbaugh went four and eight, I wouldn't want him. Uh, like I wouldn't want him fired. I want him banned from Ann Arbor. Okay, like, that's like, <laughs> like you can't. That Brady, so Hope, Brady Hope didn't even do you that. You are yeah. Notre Dame. If you go four and eight, fire everyone. And that's the I don't get about Notre Dame. You fire Brian Kelly. I saw some people like they don't know who they could get as a replacement. You're Notre Dame. <laughs> like you can get good coaches. Your name alone means yeah, something. That's true. Like you have Jesus. True. Like you know what I mean. Like, like, like you're <laughs> Notre Dame. Point. The worst record that Brady Hoke had at Michigan was five and seven. That was when he got fired. Yeah, of course. You you go under five hundred at a big program, you should get fired at any unless you're like unless it's like first or second year and you're like rebuilding it yeah. or whatever. Like, or if you're like circumstances. Or the other thing is like Nick Saban did it like one year or like. Dabble. Yeah. Like, it'd be like, okay. Which would never happen. It wouldn't. But I'm saying that, like, if you... Or, like, say, like, you, like, win a title, but, like, your whole team is, like, seniors. Yeah. Michigan and you lose, coach, like, everybody. Who's Michigan coach that went to Arizona? Or was it Arizona? No. Who the hell was it? What I would you, like, what would you want to do if Lincoln Riley went 4 and 8? I mean, I would... I, don't, I mean, <laughs> it, the problem is, is, like, obviously, was knowing it? his past resume, I would be hesitant. But, I mean, about, you would certainly be upset. Yeah. Are you talking about Rich Rodriguez? Rich Rodriguez, thank yeah. you. That's right. The Rich Rod era. Wow. Rich Rod era. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> I apologize. We've had so many bad things. coaches. Like, it's just like... Man, it, it's just... You went from Lloyd Carr to Rich Rod followed by Brady Hoke. That's the thing, man. I mean, think about it. Your last two coaches were Rich Rod... And Brady Hoke, and, and now you have Jim Harbaugh. It's like it, that's you're in. The, okay, you're in purgatory. No, I'm not. I'm not going to put Jim Harbaugh in the same category as the other. Two. No, that's what I mean, though. Like you've had those other two guys. Now you're at Jim Harbaugh. It's like this is better than what you've had before. Oh yeah, but like it's also not where just, you want to be. Spring car back. That's <laughs> no, don't do that, God. But the the. Like I said, Jim Harbaugh is steps and levels above those. Other of two course, coaches. but the, like absolutely, he's done, he's done a lot of good for the program. But at the same time, you are literally stuck no, in agree. college football's need, friend zone. They need to take that next. They need to get a head coach that can get them to that next step. Mm-hmm. I agree, but I don't know who. But I also I don't think, know who realistically who they could right, get. But I also think that there is a chance that. Harbaugh could take him to the next step. It's just that none of the stuff is aligned. Could you imagine? It's going to take an elite quarterback to do it. It would never happen. But like, I've always wondered this. How would you feel if Urban Meyer went to Michigan? I would, honestly, I'd be pretty hurt. I'd be hurt. You know what I would do? You know what I would do? Everyone deserves a second chance. All these years where you've talked about what a terrible human being Urban Meyer is, if he gets hired by Michigan, you'd be like, you know what? He deserves a second chance. Or a third chance, really. But, like, just, like, everyone deserves, you know what? First is the worst. Second is the best. Okay? Third is one with the hairy chest, all right? He just has got to get a third shot. You know what? He deserves it. He served his time. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He he taught an ethics class. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then you would, and then you would change. You know, I, I've always, I've never felt great about her. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, some of the things he did, I just, I, I just didn't think the ethics were there. <laughs> it's so true, though. Like that would never happen. Though. But you're also in a tough position because it, it's not just Harbaugh. That's the problem at Michigan. Go get you haven't you haven't had an elite quarterback. And the other thing is, um, it's the Big Ten East. Exactly. That's why we got to get Chip Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> that, it's just, but like realistically though, like, I mean, what are you, what are you going to do? You, in order to win a Big Ten championship, now it's in order to get to a Big Ten championship game because we all know you're going to win it once you get there because you, you're part of the East. Any team from the East is going to win when they, once they get there. You need to beat Penn State and Ohio State, and, and you're on the alternate with them. So one year you're going to be. Facing Penn State at home and Ohio State on the road. The next year, you're facing uh, Penn State on the road and, and Ohio State at home. So, like, sure. that, that's not easy. It's not. And, and the only way they're going to do it is in Jim Harbaugh's career at Michigan, he's undefeated at home against Penn, Penn State. State. Yeah. That's when they're going to have to do it. It's so Michigan. that means they're going to have to do it again. And then they're gonna have. In order to do it, they have to go on the road to Ohio State. If Michigan want to take that next step, and usually get a guy like Clay Hilton. Speaking of that, do you want to talk about the Pac-12? No. Okay. No, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we. I think. I think. I think we all had that in mind. Like Pac-12. Who cares? Like, so if you're a Pac-12 fan, like. I think my thing to you is it's just that the reason we don't want to talk about your conference is because it sucks. It's just not a good conference. When you have a ranked team in there that I can actually believe in that's not Oregon, maybe we'll talk about it. I don't it. even believe in Oregon. They no, always lose not, the though. game. Yeah. And the best yeah. chance they have is like is the best is chance USC. they have is Justin Herbert traveling back in time and arriving to play quarterback for that team. <laughs> that or that or Pete Carroll shocking the world and going back. To- <laughs> Carson Palmer turning back the clock yeah. and going back to <laughs> Clay Hilton suddenly becoming a good head coach or yeah. hiring a legit good head coach at, at USC. USC is kind of similar to Texas in the fact that like whenever they win a big game, it's like they're back, they're back USC. Yeah, they're they're both. A, I mean, they're both a part of that uh, iconic game, and, and uh, it's well, fallen apart ever since. Yeah, yeah. So, all it comes down to is which. Which okay, here's a question now that I didn't think I was going to ask because it just came into my mind right now. Who's going to be back first, Texas or, Texas or USC? And back, I mean, who is going to make a college football playoff first? No. Texas. I think so. Texas is at least putting out decent teams every year. I mean, USC is putting out, like... I, yeah, I'm going to... They went... They, dude, they went... Didn't they go 5-7? F- and seven? No. What were but they last here, year? But here's my thing, Bryant. I'm going to say USC. And the reason I'm going to do it is because I think they're close to firing Clay Hill. And you How does Clay Hilton still have a job? I don't know. It is ridiculous. I feel like the reason he still has a job is because they were all in on just bringing in Urban Meyer. And I think he was just like, I'm done coaching. And they didn't have another option. I mean, it's crazy. I'm telling you, they need to bring back Steve Sarkeesian. That's his <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Ooh. Or Lane Kiffin. Get him back, baby. Like, just. It's time to hop on the lane train, baby. But I, I, I think realistically it would be USC simply because, I mean, it's USC. 
beautiful weather. It's again, it's it's USC. Yeah. Where you're going to college. You're going to class. You're going to class. And I, I think that they're going to be able to pull in an elite coach eventually. I think so, too. You're certainly not getting paid to go there. That would never happen in somewhere like USC. No, no. I mean, Why would you even say like, something? Like a USC or Alabama or Ohio State. None of those places. Not like Michigan middle pair of players. We better not. <laughs> if you are, if you are, the fans deserve a refund. I, 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 I definitely try and get a refund. Now. <laughs> Michigan is one of the teams that I'm like. I know they don't pay their players. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. Well, well I, I think, think I, we're good. I think we, we are everything? good. We have hit just about everything we could possibly hit. So, thank you guys for tuning in to this week episode of the student section podcast next week hopefully curtis will be here if he doesn't again forget about us go blue go bucks all right see you